Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbors. CJ Conveyors. Let's get the neighbors. Hello, this is Neighbors. We are a neighbors recap podcast. We watch the soap opera. Uh, four times a week, because that's when it is. And then we recap it, we digest it, because that is our form of self-care. I'm Vaya, CJ's here. Hello, everyone. I told you I'd be back. Yeah, you took a sickie. I did. And look, Kate and I recorded a bit later in the week, so I feel like I literally just downloaded a whole Neighbours batch and put that out into the world. And now we're back. We're back. It's The four days a week is interesting. Like, it's a nice little part-time job they've got themselves on on multiple television stations. I, the last few weeks I've been watching it in a batch as a movie, as a, yeah, as a, Mm -hmm. as Mm -hmm. a telemovie in one hit right before we record, really. You'd think I'd be fresh, but uh, not really. The 10 Plague viewing experience is leaving a bit to be desired. Uh... I feel like I consumed more ads for TikTok and bourbon than I did Neighbours content. So the ads are for TikTok, like yeah. for being on TikTok. It was like, um, hi, I'm Dr. Carl Krujaniski, the other Dr. Carl. And mm-hmm. he's like, I talk about science and I give you facts and I do that on TikTok. I'm like, okay, Dr. Right. Carl, other mm-hmm. Dr. Carl. And um, see, now I've turned into 10, I'm 10 playing you right now. I'm 10 playing the listener right now. And so the, <laughs> here, go to Dan Murphy's and buy some bourbon. And the thing is, Fine, play your ads, right? But if any time I want to rewind, like if I want to hear, mm. if I want to watch Jane go A over T because she's on the Terps and I want to watch that twice, if if I go back, it's like, oh, here's three more bourbon ads. I'm like, okay. and they, they really want to cement in what you've got to drink. Y- yeah. And, yeah, my child comes in, wants to say goodnight. I'm like, okay, and then I've got to watch more ads. So, um, and, and the, pause, the pause is hard to deal with. Have you noticed that? Like you yeah. can't just like press pause on no. your remote. It like you've got to like gotta find it, navigate and, to it. And I, it's like it's like playing Snake on a Nokia. Oh, except that was God, I felt like, I felt like that was an easier narrative to consume. Yeah. And then I noticed someone in the council, our Facebook group, pointed out that Template's just been cutting off the ends of the segments into the next episode. And I thought I had missed some details, and then I realised it had cut me off. And now I don't know if there's stuff I've missed or if there's stuff they've left out for dramatic effect. So anyway, but you, CJ, have watched everything twice this week, so you can fill me in. Yeah, I have watched everything twice. I'm still confused by current Neighbours mm. and that's why I'm watching things twice because yeah. I used to, like old Neighbours, I used to be able to get away with maybe even like not watching some of it. Mm. But now I've there's, there's a lot of no. details and I'm not sure when something's important. Same. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm still not sure when the rug's going to get pulled out from under me. And today I thought, okay, so what if, what if Tarej and Toadie is a real couple? Mm. What if that's not a sham? Then I need a moment to be disappointed that I never got to see them get together or have a relationship evolution for Mm. me to be invested in. Because the best part of people getting together is the chemistry and the flirtation and the will they, won't they. You, you make a point and you're not the only one that feels that way. There's like a whole internet group of people, yeah. isn't there? What, what do you guys call it? The Erst or Reddit? something? Reddit? Oh, right, Erst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, unresolved sexual tension. There we go. Um, it's an acronym, is it? Mm. Yeah, okay. Those letters go together. So this week you guys dropped off at the tracksuits. 
Yeah. And yeah, they were yeah. still in tracksuits when this week started. Oh, boy. Not for long. <laughs> no. That, they whipped that bad boy off. To, to, well, Therese did. Oh. And, but did you notice that Toadie was trying to try on the role play with the school uniform? I I saw the internet chatter about the school uniform before I watched it play out. It was a much faster scene than I thought it would be. Mm. But talk us through it. They were going to – Therese had a call and they were going to go into the school. So Therese is in her tracksuit, her ugly tracksuit. I don't understand why – No. No. Like, I stand by my assessment last week of it's backstage at the Rocker Stedford backstage crew. It 100% is. I don't understand. Like Lululemon exists. Why would Therese Willis – not wear Lululemon or like at least a nice new Kmart twin set. Mm. My pajamas lately are the um, this is like a velour, perfect twin set. But but I mix them mix them up. I don't know why I'm sharing this. Whatever. Well, the like I, a pink powder pink and aqua blue, whatever. Yeah, but it's like it's very comfortable. Well, it's self care, yeah, and we're all about self care at is. the Neighbours Podcast. CJ's in a hoodie. I am, and I've got a hoodie underneath it. <laughs> a hoodie. <laughs> Um, um, so Therese gets a phone call and that, that riles up Toad because he's hearing Power Therese on the phone talking about going to high school. And Toadie's been talking a lot about how he went to that high school <laughs> and how he was, I don't know, a, a, a young man? I, I don't understand. And then he starts saying, maybe you should get a uniform on and go there at night. And then I'll meet you behind the bike sheds or something. Yeah. And I was just like, mate, your daughter goes there. <laughs> Don't. No. It's no. not right. It's not right. And Therese isn't 25. Like she's – neither's he. No. But like you're not anywhere near schoolgirl appropriate and age. Yeah. What, what, it would be very – it would be criminally – yeah. Wrong for you to be interested in and that demographic. I know that it like is a thing that you know, I don't wanna I don't wanna shame their kink. But also like it's it's problematic. Yeah. Therese has this like, right, I've got a meeting, I've got to go into the school mm. and that means I can power dress again. I oh, loved that how loved excited that. she was. And she may as well have had Velcro, stripper Velcro, to mm. pull off those tracky tracky dacks. Yeah, or like the snap pants. Yes, that's yeah. what I was trying to think of. I don't know. And then we got the through the leg shot to yeah. Toad. Oh, that was there's some great camera work this week, I gotta say. And like the it was like the moment she was on the um the horse, the mechanic horse. Oh, yeah. Where that. she just like yeah, who she remembers the old groove of Terage. That was a yeah. time. They go to the school. This is where we're going to kick things off. Uh, we are recapping the cluster of episodes that aired from the 23rd of October, 8924 onwards. And um, we'll get to the, the literal cliffhanger with JJ we'll get to very shortly because it was very swiftly resolved. But we are at the school where Jane Harris mm. has cooked up this little plot to take a tour of possible Anson's Corner parent hopeful new families that are interested in coming to the school trying to convert over some Anson's Corner High alumni. Yeah now these are all bar flies that mm. Wendy knows from the pub. Yeah she says there's uh, there's six degrees of Wendy Rodwell and anyone who comes into my pub I take a note of who they are and I keep a note in my little book Okay, which is a creepo factor for Wendy. It, it is creepo, but also, I mean, maybe last week when she was talking about her career options, like maybe she's in the right job. That sounds great. Yeah, or like private private investigator. 
Yeah. But, I mean, she's obviously good at customer service and, like, getting to know her, her punters and, like, being involved with, like, you know, the town square of such. What? Yeah. Why don't, Wendy, you put more work into making your current place of work more inspirational for you? Maybe you put on more events. Yeah. That, you know, like, get back into the old inter- intergenerational speed dating that the Waterhole was so fond of. Mm-hmm. You can get trivia nights, karaoke nights. She could burn it down again. Well, this is what I found intriguing because so she runs over to Jane to help her bring these hopefuls through the school, yeah. And she's like giving little, um, little special comments in Jane's tour. So Jane's like, "Oh, we've got such great alumni. Lawyers went here. Nina Tucker went here. Mm-hmm. Margot Robbie went here from the Barbie movie." <laughs> Did do you think that was Neighbours' way of reminding us that those people were on Neighbours? Yeah, yeah. To the new, um, to the new like uh, Amazon Paramount whatever viewers. Mm-hmm. Like, Guess what, guys? Do some IMDb searching, and. I can't believe they didn't mention Kylie. And no, well, look, not all in the one tour. There's got to be other tours. That's right. But Wendy then is trying to play the other angle and goes, and I heard that the Anson's Corner kid that went on that cooking show came last, second last. I'm like, Wendy, that's not a bad thing. To get on a cooking show, you've mm-hmm. got to audition. Mm-hmm. You've got to pass several rounds of applications. Mm-hmm. You've, you've got, got to be to, personable and and probably good looking. And pretty good at cooking to yeah. get that far. Yeah, and you still mean it still means you've been on an episode or two of mm-hmm. the cooking show. Yeah, and you've got to be like television worthy. Like they're going to yeah. want to put you on TV. So, do you know how impressive that is? <laughs> Wendy's like using it as a, as slander. No one's want. No one wants to put me on TV. I do actually. I'm for there is a select community of our listeners who enjoy the block yes. the uh reality renovation home renovation show it's one of kate's faves mm-hmm. and i th- i have high hopes for cj and her mom liz yeah to be a double act on the block i think they would keep goals yeah we would also fight real like like intensely and what do you think i'm casting you for oh okay All right. do i think you can do i think you like cara do i think you've got any well, actually, your mum built the bed that's sitting next to me right yeah. now. Oh, my mum's got lots of skills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but the thing that I don't get is, uh, tell me, where is this Wendy helping yes. out Jane yes. going? So, Wendy's coming in with these special comments and I'm like, um, what if someone says, oh, are you Wendy? Rodwell, isn't your daughter the one that helped burn this place down? Ah, that's right. So, she should not be there. Remember when there was like a tornado and um, yeah. the Tanaka's got a new kitchen? <laughs> Maybe Wendy's like, this is the Rodwell wing. It was rebuilt after my daughter burnt it down. Uh, I guess she's just being a very good friend. She's mm-hmm. really connected with Jane in the in the interim. And there's some amazing – this week their featured extras, their um, non-speaking patron roles were just whoo, through the roof because mm. we had a the whole – Springfield cast of wider characters was coming through the halls of Erinsborough High, and then in the, then it collides. That tour collides with to rage coming through and deciding which wall she's going to knock down to put in the retirement community. Yeah, Irene rising. Um, and what does is Irene? Do you think it's like a family name? No, so it means she's explained it. It's oh, has she? Irene. It's like you've got a friend called Irene who's Greek. I do. Yeah, it means peace. So. That's it, really? Yeah. Yeah, on well, peace. Literally. Peace rising. Well, that's a bit grim, isn't it? Well, there was a Greek goddess 
Irini, Irini, which is the goddess of peace. Mm-hmm. It's all to do with that. I don't know why. Yeah, but it's like peace is in solitude and and calmness, not like rest in peace. No, which okay. is where Aaron's Braha is. Yeah, headed. I think well, you and Kate were mentioning that like there's we're not going to have fun storylines at a retirement village, mm. and so I want I don't want that. I want the school. Yeah, especially because Harold's like I'm going to be your number one customer. I'm like, oh. Do you know? How, does he know how much Trace is going to charge him for an <laughs> old converted school building? He must be really getting up Sky and Lana's noses if they're like, "Bye, Granddad. Yeah. Thanks for staying. We're done with you." Uh, I think they were like, "Oh, like his memory's going. We'll let him go to Erinsborough and just like chill it out one more time, and then we'll put him like in, you know, like a home, mm. like Irene Rising, yeah. I guess." But they were like, whatever, your memory's back. This is going to be a long road. You should go back to Erinsborough. We've got three kids here that we're trying to deal with. Yeah. Gosh, the stakes have never been lower for me. Like, Mm. okay, maybe if we want teen drama, we want the teens to have somewhere to learn, Mm. um, then maybe there is a way – Maybe there's a, a way for Erinsborough High to have a sexy new rebrand. Mm-hmm. You see, Jay, you're a marketer by trade. What? How could? How would a school be rebranded oh, well, without possibly, without having to go to private? Um, I think by um, perhaps. Uh, well, Jane was probably right. Her year thirteen business. Oh yeah, that was quite good. Some sort of specialty. Yeah. So whether it be like you know the um like arts schools, you know, Footscray mm. College where they do a lot of arts. So if they get some specialty teachers from some area, it might be music, it might be arts, it might be sport, maybe Brad could come around and run around and, the block and again. And for a while they used to have, um, you know, the mechanic, the garage would come yep. in and yep. teach them how to fix grease lightning. I mean, and that would be a really great way for new characters to be in, new teen characters, because they don't have to be from the area. They they just come for that topic. Maybe Kara could teach them how to be handy. Oh, yeah. Handy mum. So Jane, in the middle of this tour, cuts sick of Therese mm. and ends like, you're just greedy and you don't care about the kids and your stepdaughter goes here, you should be ashamed of yourself. And I hate you. I hate you. And has a big hissy fit. And then all the parents have heard her and have come out and are outright and are just disgusted. Yeah. I don't know. I think- School principals dropped her bundle. Yeah, and then um, it was mentioned, I think Therage mentioned in that, that the numbers have been going down since Sue's left. Ooh. Oh, what a burn. And then it kind of continues to go downhill for Jane into the next day at the, um, look, okay, there's an event at Lasseter's Estate, mm. we're calling it, uh, over at the winery, W-H-Y, Look, Leo doesn't have a lot of t- lot to do. The Anson's Corner parents had more lines than Leo this week. Do you know what that event was soft launching or hard launching? Um, well, so firstly, he heard Kate say that he doesn't have a foundation for his baby mama's d- dead mum. Yeah. Um, and he upped her and said, but I have a, w- a whiskey or a gin. A gin? Gin, yeah. Gin that's named after her I don't know, spirit or something. What, what? We has, he has Yorokobi, which again, I, there's, a, there's a bit of debate on the council if if that's the name of the winery or if that's the name of just the gin. I think it you, might be the name of the gin. Okay, yeah. But also he – so, but it was her idea I think is the, the central oh. tenant. And so he gets up. So I think – remember when they sold everyone the barrels? Yes, because now they're coming up to see what they've bought. Yeah, I think this is it. 
They've been bottled. This is the barrels. Right. Okay, because that's why Jane and Susan and all them were invited. And they're handed a cocktail as they arrive that's been named in their honour. So here's the Sultry Susan. And, um, oh, that's lovely. And Jane keeps double parking it, getting two drinks. (laughs) We love drunk Jane. We stand drunk Jane. She gets messy real fast. Hot Mess Express, as Kate would say, mm-hmm. uh, who's – I didn't mention she's not here, but obviously people have cottoned on. Um, we couldn't keep her quiet this long. <laughs> yeah, Hot Mess Express. Mm-hmm. And I will be naming a saddest oh, really? B in her honour because um, I just one emerged and I had to comment. But Jane gets messy, sends Mike a bunch of drunk texts, which I love. I love a drunk text. Yeah, yeah with some spell check. Yeah, drunk as a skunk. I love that Jane texts exactly how she sounds. I'm drunk as a skunk. <laughs> and then she they, – then they're fully trying to pull the old switcheroo and put water in front of her. Like the opposite of – like they're not trying to poison her. They're trying to sober her up. Although they – and then eventually she gets taken home. Because she um spills her drink on uh, Holly. Oh, and has a fall. Yeah. Right? Yeah, has a fall. Is she that old now that I'm going to call it has a fall instead of drunk and falling over? But – I th- when they were walking her out to the car, I thought, are they going to let her drive? I was very confused too. How did she get home? Was I, it an, a ride share? I think Holly might have – I think the point was Holly was going to, but then she saw Eden. But there was, they were still going to put – also, no, she spilt stuff on Holly, so Holly just went out to the car to get a jacket. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I have no idea. See, these are the things that confuse me. Someone, she must have been a ride share. Maybe there's a courtesy bus like at RSLs. Maybe Leo's got a courtesy bus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Paul's driving it. <laughs> Paul's doing everything. He's like um, Kirk in Gilmore Girls. He's yeah. just doing every job. <laughs> now, you said that Leo doesn't have many lines. And I'd like to tell you that I am Tim, not Leo. I'm a fan of his new role, which mm. is he escorts ladies from neighbours to Europe. Oh, I was going to say home drunken from the pub. Okay, yes, because what have you seen on socials? Then, so think? he went with Beck. And this past week, he's been with Annie in Europe. (laughs) He just takes... Becca Maloglu, Annie Jones. Yeah. So, Lindley and I, as a Plain Jane Superjack brain fan. Uh, I've I've shortened it. She's now a Plain Jane Superfan. Plain Jane Superfan. The the Plain Jane Superfan. She is, yes. The original. Um, It was a hot hot lady autumn that they went on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It is divine. Uh, I think they're doing – there's a lot of promotion that's going on around the world with the cast. I think they're just trying to ship neighbours to as many corners of the globe as they can and good luck to them. And and Tim seems available to escort people there. Because he doesn't have that many scenes. He's like, oh, well, they don't need me till four Tuesdays from now. On set, I will go. (laughs) I'm going to walk in and go, oh, can someone babysit my kid? And that's it. And then Sadie's like, got it. All right, bye. Yeah. Uh, So, (laughs) Leo. But, you know, he doesn't say much, but God, he can cock up his business yeah. with a few words. Yeah. Like, yes, work for me and I will not check your references no. or your work experience do you or need, any credentials. Do you need, you know, history, criminal history? No, Nothing. that's okay. I don't no need police to know check. That. He lives on the same street as the police, as the police, doesn't bother with the police check. Nothing. No. Yeah, I just need someone to wait tables. Go for it. Mm. So... Holly spots Eden, her toxic ex-boyfriend, mm. toxic gossip train, out in the vines. And, and what are the vines? What what do we know of these vines? They are parallel, but gosh, you can get lost in them. 
They are straight lines. But once you are in there, whew, we won't see you for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and it was, they must have shot it at dawn because there's like breath coming out of their mouths. Like mm-hmm. Holly's running around and you could see the mist. Mm-hmm. And they would have shot this in winter. Mm. It, it would have been cold. Yeah. So it was the crack of dawn. I guess it's meant to be dusk at the winery. And Holly starts, yeah, going for the run of her life, trying to catch Eden, who's there uh, schmoozing Mackenzie, but also wait, doing his half of a shift, half of two shifts. He's not going to get paid for that shift. <laughs> but he doesn't need to get paid because he paid himself mm. by pickpocketing. That was the most amazing reveal of what his whole scam and plan is. So he's like, oh, she's like, my ex is no good. And he's cozying up to Mackenzie. Holly spots him, runs back inside and says, hang on a second, Mackenzie. I haven't been able to meet this guy. Shows him, a, shows her a photo. Do you recognise this face? She's like, yeah, that's Eden, my new date. Holly's like, that's my shitbag ex-boyfriend who is named Eden. He calls himself Ed. Yep. Um, and suddenly, like, Mackenzie's shocked. She's like, oh, my God, I can't believe I've been played. But what? what do you mean? You don't know what you've been played at yet. Because nothing's happened so far. She just thinks, oh, a guy that went out with my friend now wants to go out with me. Mm. So far. This is when I thought 10 play was cutting out on me. Because I'm like, what do you mean? Did I miss a scene? I went back and watched it again. I don't I don't believe you did. He just wanted to steal their wallets. Yeah. And people that just don't have any money. He would have earned more at his two shifts. Yeah. Two casual shifts. He should pickpocket Misha Barton. That's, yeah. that's who he should be stealing of. So he sta- he takes, they look down, they realise their handbags are missing. As soon as they realise yeah. it was Eden, they look down, their handbags are missing. And Holly's like, oh, yeah, he was so spontaneous. Like, what do you mean spontaneity does not equal pe- petty theft? Yeah. Oh, he's obviously got some mental health problems as well. Like, that's that's a weird thing to do. It's very strange. It's a very roundabout way to be a thief. Yeah. So he takes their handbags and um, wallets. He took Mackenzie's whole handbag. Which what has what an asshole wedding rings inside from Hendrix, and she told him this history, didn't she? I don't think she did. I don't think she did. Oh, okay, all right. She's been confiding in Has. Yeah, I I feel a bit bad for like Has and the other people because I don't think that they could have really any understanding of her trauma and her pain. No, and there's a moment where she's confiding in Has later, saying. The grief really hit me today. Mm. He's like, you can talk to me, you can talk to me. She's like, you know, I I thought it was, you know, I dealt with it and then it all came back up again and Mm. I just feel like I'm never going to be over him. It's never going to be okay. And he's like, no, it will be. It will be. It will get get better. Mm. And she's like, I don't think it will. And he's like, no, I know it will. I'm like, how do you know, Has? Who have you lost? Yeah. I mean, like, maybe he's. Maybe he has – maybe I'm judging maybe him. Maybe he has, yeah, maybe. maybe. Yeah, but it just feels like – because what happened to Mackenzie and what's happened in Mackenzie's life is quite unique to her. And of everything that's happened, there was there was so much other trauma mm. that has happened as yeah, well. Like rejected by her father and yeah. losing her mother. Yeah. Ugh. And then – and I did appreciate when old neighbours, when Hendrix died and she did bring up that she, she understood death, she'd lost her yeah. mum, you know, and yeah. then this and this just triggered it again. Oh, that poor thing. Yeah. So, oh, she was distraught yeah. when the handbag was missing. And also she took ages to tell them that the wedding rings were inside. Yeah. Because they were like, Mackenzie, just cancel your credit card, honey. It's going to be fine. <laughs> She's like, you don't have much of a limit. <laughs> 
and then Leo, oh my God. So when they loop in Leo, they're like, Leo, where's your no good barman? Uh, he's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh no, there's nothing in the till. <laughs> Oh, Leo. What are you doing? That, so, that character is the epitome of just like doesn't have to think. He's too good looking. He's too beautiful. He's never had to think. Why would he have to think? Yeah. Also, he had a twin who went to med school. Mm. That guy always did the thinking. Yeah, you're right. You're right. God, you know, Leo. You know, like when you're like if you have one of your senses is lower, the other one's higher. It was like their twin relationship. <laughs> He's like, I all of the brain energy went yep. to that one yep. and all of the dimples went to Leo. Yes, God. So he's like, I'm going to call the cops, cancel all your credit cards. And, uh, and they were like, oh, Mackenzie's lost her precious memento. Mm. Meanwhile, lovely Billy, they mm. shouldn't have cast someone so good as Haz's other love interest. She's a delight. She's wonderful. And I love that she's just forming a friendship with the, with mm. the girl gang. And he is terrible and he's like immediately sings like a canary like i always hated ed in the four hours i've known him Mm -hmm. (laughs) i was intimidated by there being another man in this space meanwhile the dog's ripping up his new girlfriend's jumpers and oh i really don't like the dog storyline yeah it's not great because you shouldn't have to choose between having a girlfriend and a dog (laughs) and that's where they seem to be going there was a very cute moment when she's like who would you save in a burning building me or your dog and he goes the dog and I thought oh but he goes because you're a firefighter you can save yourself I'm like Phew. oh I forgot she was Ooh, a firefighter we're yeah. okay we're okay which was very cute um and she was like well I was gonna save this group of girls <laughs> can I can we have that can we have I want the household we had at the end of neighbors 1.0 when it was Mac and all those other girls yeah who were they I like the the Clojito house or whatever yes the yeah. Clojito yeah. Get Haz out. Get Byron out. Byron can build a house out of pizza boxes. Oh, my God, Byron. He can build a little cubby. Some, things aren't right in that house yet, in that dynamic, in that environment. I'm not happy. But we, we there's a sneak peek into next week and Eden Ed is coming back. Because mm. I guess he ran, out of, he ran out of the $75 he stole. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, but it looks like Holly goes after him and has. Yeah. And has gets his, you know, masculine energy on. <laughs> Train Trevor up to be a watchdog. <laughs> <laughs> He'll go and chew up his T-shirt and shoes. He'll chew up the $75. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I'd- that would Actually, that would be a redemption arc for Trevor if he goes and, like, chomps on one of the handbags and brings back Mackenzie's wet rings. And then they all have to go through Trevor's poop. Yeah, whatever. I don't care. Just make it happen. Yeah. I mean, she's going to get that ring back, I would say. You have to. Uh, well, you can't just be breaking our hearts left, right, left, right, and center. Do you reckon she's going to get it back and then, like, as an act of healing, like throw it off a cliff or something? I hope not, because that's like that could be damaging to the local wildlife, fish, the fishes, or the Madeline Wests hiding under yeah. the <laughs> Oh, <laughs> down here! I'm trying to live my life. What if it would be nice if? If she doesn't get it back, because it's real life, you don't always get your precious things back. Mm-hmm. Maybe if they want to pursue this has thing, he could do a nice, he could make a new piece of jewellery for her and he could go and get something of Hendrix's or like oh. get something engraved. Maybe we'll get to see Tim. 
Oh my god, yes. yes. And the mum, who is the mum again? Oh, um, um, blah, blah, blah. Jane Allsop, lovely. Yeah, yeah. She's in that new. There's a new show. I haven't watched it yet, but it's oh with Pia, Pia Miranda or... and um, Olympia Valance yeah. and Levi. The ads are good. And um, Lindley, friend of the pod, says you get to see Levi's bum in that show. So. I mean, sign me up. Yep. So anyway, she's in that. Yeah, I feel like there's going to be a way to make it okay. Like maybe he went and got the recipe for um, uh, Hendrix's chocolate balls and or whatever. What did he used to make a lot? No, no. Old mate against the government used to make chocolate balls. Oh, um, God, sorry. And then Hendrix recreated them one day. Ah, sorry. Yeah. Hendrix had a souvenir dish, didn't he? Uh, hash browns. Dish. Hash browns. Mm-hmm. That's right. Because they got they made them at his little service. Yeah. So he gets, gets the hash brown recipe and graves it on a locket or whatever. That's nice. Kate will hate it. Don't worry. <laughs> She'll have her own <laughs> solution. Kate's not listening. <laughs> Kate, if you're listening, shout out. Um, and you can undo all this next week. Amazing times at the winery. As much as I hate the winery, it was nice to have our, a parallel vines chase. That's always fun. And that gets us to, who do we mention? Sad sack, Byron. Mm. I'm calling it now. I'm going to do it. Get the band-aid off. Saddest bitch in Erinsborough. Mm-hmm. Byron. Stone. I have to remember his last name. Where are your stones, Byron? Yeah, he's got no stones. Byron, no stones. <laughs> um, I love you. I'm not saying, look, love is beautiful. Love, go and love. Yeah. yeah. Especially men, be open with your love. But read the room. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't, well, apparently she loves him too. I missed that. She's, she's, She's phoning it in if, yeah. she, if this is how she loves. I much prefer Kate's take of common people. Mm. Oh, look at you with your houses made of bricks. And yes. Yeah. Well, that was out for, that was okay. Neighbours council. Do you have any council info? So it was Sarah in the council mm. that said she wants to live like Byron, but will never really be able to because her dad's loaded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to live like Byron people. Yes. She's not in love with him. No. Because whenever she finds the other side of the necklace, she's <laughs> going to go away. Well, she found the other side, but she doesn't. Ha- she needs the neck. She does need a neck. So she, by, she's Reese Marple. She has some mysteries to solve and mm. cases to crack. And mm-hmm. so she has to um, cancel all her pr- plans with her boyfriend and she needs to snoop and do a deep dive into the personal data of Lassiter's patrons. Yes. So she's doing market research, yeah. she says. I actually, as a marketing professional, I actually feel the questions she's asking are perfectly reasonable. <laughs> what is your name, date of birth, suburb address, income? How do yeah. you pay for things? Yeah, she's building like brand avatars. I do have some questions for the Lassiter's underlings that don't have questions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're like, uh, you want me to print out everyone's details for just from a random month? She goes, no, no, no. I have the month uh, and, yeah. for, and this room and what did they eat? Which I did take a screenshot of the Lasseter's room service menu. And and what happened because you took that screenshot? Um, CJ got influenced. I did. I did. <laughs> Lasseter's room service influencer. Uh, they had a cheeseburger on the menu with deep fried pickles and a side of maple syrup, question mark? That, well, that actually sounds like a TikTok fad that's mm. going around at the moment where you buy extra pickles and put them on your burger and dip it in in maple syrup. Yuck. That's all i got to say. Yeah, I didn't do that. But where did you go? I went to McDonald's and got a cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> and 
uh, Reese has uh, she she not just that she goes to front desk she gets the records she goes to the day spa she gets the records she goes to the room and sits in it Mm. to just get the vibes yeah vibe check vibe check so and it's always I'm sure this is a trope I never know the names of the tropes but you know them Um, where he's one step behind it's like they're on like it's like a bond chase where she is wandering around the building like you're saying she's going to the spa she's going here and Byron is like one step behind her <laughs> and keeps coming to the spa and saying, oh, I hear number one customer. Where is she? Yeah. Did she get like, you know, her brows done? Like what? why was she there? And they were like, she was here to get like paperwork and just singing like canaries. Yes. And he pouts at every turn. He's like, oh, I'm ready to take you to lunch. He's like, I got to go be mm. in the foyer for a while. Yeah. I'm going to go and do a vibe check in room 212 or whatever it was. (laughs) And he follows her up the lift and he counts out loud how many floors it goes up. Like one, two, three, (laughs) three. I'm like, okay, this is – I feel like I'm with my child (laughs) practicing his numbers. Okay, good. If someone lets him in the lift, they're going to let him press the button. Yes. (laughs) Can I press the button? I've already pressed it. But can I? Just press it again. You're an adult. (laughs) Okay. My favourite part was that somebody tells him she's crying. Yeah, oh, so Reese stops off at the tram because she gets an amazing visitor. Yeah. Fabulous Tess. Yeah. Uh, we don't, and she's very mysterious. We don't know what, what her deal is. We know she's been sent by the dad, right? To tell off Reese and comes straight from the plane. Her flight looks yep. a million bucks. She's not sitting in the normal place no, of the plane. No. no. Not a hair out of place. I think in first class they have showers. I can't think of anything better. I know. Imagine like flying and I'm and being come, clean. Yeah, I would shower wow. like the whole time. I'd just be in there. Yeah. Well, I don't care how many times that water gets recycled. I would leave my kid with my husband and be like, I'll be in the shower. <laughs> I'll be pruned up by the time we get to the other side of the world. Um, so I can't remember who, but somebody tells Byron that she was crying. Oh, Holly. Yeah, because uh, she's in there with Tess in, the tra- in that little tram. Yeah. And um, cooped up in there. Those American women are too tall for trams. Also, but I love that because if you were from America and you were like, oh, you're in Melbourne, I'll take you to the tram cafe. Like yeah, it's exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. what you would do. You yeah. don't take them to Lasseter's pub. Like, you take them there. Like how I took people to Easy's to yeah. sit in a tram carriage in the sky. Yeah, exactly it. So my favourite part about this was that he is shocked that this woman is crying. Now we're to believe that she's – like 33 from what Kate estimated that we're just going to believe that she's the same age as Misha Button. So welcome to dating a woman over 30. We cry. And and we got shit to do. Yeah. We're busy. Yeah. And sometimes we'll cry in a tram. So you roll with it. Yeah. Buddy, roll with it. And he's like, seriously, it was like Ho-Ho said she was smoking crack. (laughs) What do you mean she was crying and she didn't tell me? What do you mean she was in the op shop for three hours? <laughs> I mean, that was weird. That was weird. It's a corridor. Leo's, like, oh, I don't know. I don't even know why I was there. Don't make me tell you why she was there. <laughs> you guys were talking about like, why is he volunteering? Why? What does what does he have on Toadie? And to raise. Is this how Toadie runs the entire business? He just has someone from the street there all the time. Yeah. Oh my god. He, I don't think he's lifted, ever lifted a finger in the Sonia in the Sonia Foundation, as Reese called it. Oh. Nice. I went to the Sonia Foundation. <laughs> Loved it. Rebrand. Yeah. Um, there's actually a very amazing moment. The, my favorite moment of the whole week is coming up, but that we haven't mentioned. But 
to tie off Reese, he comes running to her. He's like, "Oh, you, why didn't you want to hang out with me? Why do you want to play with me? Go to the movies." She's like, "I am trying to deal with the red tape of having piles of paper." All around, and I've worked out that the person I'm trying to find is my sister, and she's going. She's been going by the name Kelly, but her name's Krista. Krista, the sister, mm-hmm. which I don't. Also, sounds fake, and it looks like a fake headshot that the one oh, they showed. It was a beautiful this shot. Is a wonderful. She looked like she was part mermaid, mm. Mm. and she's like, look, she causes trouble for the family wherever she goes. Yeah, drugs and alcohol. They said drugs. Oh, did they? Yeah, and they uh, didn't say rave like they would no. have in the night. <laughs> she loves raving. <laughs> And, the, and Tess came to give her a dressing down, like you have to – she's bad for business, your sister, go find her. And we find out that Tess is like a business manager or something. Is that the deal? Like she's she's involved with the company. Oh, look at her. Yeah. Okay. She's like the 2IC or something. Okay. Yeah. All right. She's the Lucy or, so, or okay. sort of. All right. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Because we've got different family members from like different wives. I love how um, Reese says something along the lines of Krista from dad's third wife. Like, <laughs> like what was up the third wife, you know? I much prefer Kate's theory that she's Melanie Pearson's daughter. Yeah. I, I, when she said she was looking for someone, I thought, boy, boy George, Kate's got it. Boy George, Kate's got it. <laughs> Is that from something or did you just make that up? Are you quoting something? No, that's like a thing that people say, don't they? They say, by George. Oh, whoops. But if did you just coined boy George, oh, that boy is George. heaven. <laughs> Boy, George, I think I feel like you. I thought you were quoting Clueless or something. No. Oh, that's the best. No, no, I just misstepped. Come, 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 I was a bit upset when she said sister because I was like, are they just grouping all women over thirty into being the same age? Mm. And I was a bit upset, but. It's this new character we don't even know. Krista, the sister. Yeah. Well, there is still scope for Krista to be connected to the street. Yeah. And I did uh, really very much um, enjoy a little journey I took on the Neighbours Council. Uh, someone sh- posted a poll. Haley, lovely Haley, posted mm-hmm. a poll of who do we think Reese's sister could be. This mm-hmm. is before the reveal of Krista. Melanie. These are all the options. Melanie, Montana Marcel, the Tamman Sersok uh-huh, fashionista yep. character. Dead Britney. These are all viable options I found. Mm. My fa- He's one of my favourites. These are two of my favourites. Andrea. Oh, how yeah. amazing would that be? Uh, Billy. Ghost Millsy in drag. Oh, my God. That, Ghost Millsy look, in drag. It takes a little turn from here. Uh, that client of Byron's who fancied Clive. <laughs> Trevor. <laughs> Mrs. Punt. Mrs. Punt and Mrs. Mangle. Look wonderful. There were possibilities there. Mm-hmm. It would be very disappointing if she has no connection to the street, if she's yeah. just random American lady. Yeah. Like the mother could still be someone that is that is connected to our oh, families. Yeah. She could still be Mel's daughter. Or Andrea's something. Yeah. The triplet. A triplet with oh Andrea and God. Dee. Or just like another sister. Yeah. Oh, my God. Heaven. Younger sister, yeah. So it's not that ex- – I don't know what's worse. Reese being there to do – Admin espionage for another hotel, for the hotel overlords, or she's got to find a sister we don't know who's bad news. Well, yeah, I think th- I think I enjoyed the market research trope. <laughs> 
I'm like, she's going to really figure out who's ordering the pickles. Do you know what also was a chef's kiss detail was that every Lasseter's employee that she spoke to was terrible at their job. <laughs> and it just it's like, what kind of operation is Paul running? So she goes to talk to one of the housekeepers and they're eating chocolate from the minibar that they're restocking. Hmm. And then she goes to talk to, I thought it was Beck from Laundry, but it's Katrina from the laundry. Okay. All right, or the house, yep. It's Katrina who's like the sassy sassy maid who wanted her to print out the files and she was surly and then she went to, to Tina in the day spa who was like late for her shift. It was like, oh, Paul says I can take flexi time. They were all just incompetent mm. and it was wonderful. We get back to the faulty towers. And there was also a moment this week when um, Misha Barton looked very – uh, confronted by Suze. Yeah, and that was – Suze was excited to meet her in the tram. And Holly's like, this is my stepmother, Reese. Reese, uh, Susan, this is the that mole I was telling you about. Yeah, the one that, like, lost me my job but yeah. also gave it back. Yeah, and then so she's like, like – And then she has a dig at her, at her at Reese, basically saying, if you've got any complaints, um, my dad owns the tram, so just let me know and I'll pass them on. But she was being genuine. She's like, if you don't like your coffee, I'll pass it on. Yeah. He's and overseas, but oh no, interstate, interstate. Yeah. yeah. What I took issue, Holly, you got to shape up, Holly, because she's going to do a shift at the tram to help out Carl because he's away. Mm. But she gets to the tram, she looks around it and says, "Everything seems in order here. I'm going to go to the winery." And Susan's like, "Okay." I'm like, I think you're the only one on staff at the tram, Holly. I think if you walk away, it's just going to be Misha Barton in in a tram waiting for a coffee. What a feminist Carl is because <laughs> he's gone away and two women have got shifts. <laughs> Who's the other one? Dr. Mum. She's oh. got shifts at the hospital because Carl's left. You're right. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. And so. He's making way for women to work. Beautiful. So Misha, the upshot of all that, she's like, oh, no, I still kind of love you, I guess. It's just that I've been preoccupied trying to find my hot mess sister. Which, welcome, Krista. We love a hot mess. Come on board, wherever you are. Um, I feel like she'd get along with Holly. Yeah. But anyway, there's a couple of – now, there's one more very important thing. Mm-hmm. One more very important moment. It was, in my mind, the standout moment of the week. Probably the best little vignette I've seen since the show's been back. Mm. And that was uh, young Nell, Nellie oh. Fish, going to therapy. Yep. And there's a lot going on here that unraveled it as an amazing moment and collection of moments. It was lovely new Nell seeing this lovely young lady come into her own as an actor and taking some emotional content on. Mm-hmm. There was the fact that we bring back Rhonda, who is Georgia Stone's mum, Re- right. Rebecca Robertson, um, whose book, I don't know if I ever, I think I read the book when we weren't potting, but her book is beautiful. It's about a girl, about... Georgie's um, experiences with uh, her transition growing up and her activism and the hard work that they put into yeah because they yeah, work they worked together on this campaigning and activi- and advocacy yeah and changing yeah. the laws so that young trans kids could get puberty blockers earlier mm-hmm. when they needed them amazing wonderful book oh gosh she's such a warm considerate su- psychologist. It was so lovely to have her back. I think she did um, marriage therapy with Therese and Paul and she was the one that looked at Paul and said like, you know, like who hurt you? Oh, that's (laughs) right. Oh, my gosh, that's right. 
Um, what a good psychologist she is. Uh, that's, I mean, what a turnaround for her when Teresa's like, I'm back with a new. <laughs> She's like, but I just fixed your other one. No, you didn't. You didn't, you didn't fix him, but I'm coming back for a next round. <laughs> Family discount. Yeah. The other component that's coming into play is we have Nell reckoning with her past mm. and her childhood and we get these flashbacks to that devastating scene on the beach mm-hmm. where she lost her mum. And literal flashbacks. Mm. We, we saw it. And it's interesting because, you know, the actors are different. Mm-hmm. But this actress really took – like I really believed they were the same person. 100%. And yeah. it was just like in any other movie or TV show where they flashback mm-hmm. to their childhood and you've got other actors playing younger them. Mm-hmm. It just rang true. It made mm-hmm. sense. And I really did feel like I was looking at her Nell's memories – and she, to hear it from her perspective, when we were all watching the Sonia death scene with the kids in the background playing, mm. she's like, I was building sandcastles mm. and I didn't know that she was dying. Mm. She was on the beach dying and I just kept building sandcastles and then I finished and then she was gone. Mm. And they didn't tell me and I didn't know it was my last conversation with her. Mm. And Rhonda just absorbed all of that and was a space was there for Nell to share that and then she passed on to Toadie because she said, you know, we're all going to have discussions and she said to Toadie, look, I don't really think – have you heard Nell, like how she experienced that day and what she's taken from that? And, and he was like, oh, no, did that did that get to her when her mum died on the beach? Like, oh, was I meant to have followed up? But she – because she did say, you know, I'm going to – like I'm going to ask you some questions and she's like, I know I've had therapy before. She's like, and what did you have therapy for? She's like – you know, the Jafar meme of him rolling out the list. Like, what do you think I needed therapy for? Literally every moment of my life. Mm. My brother's being my brother's upbringing, my, my dad, his previous wife, my brother's mum, who's my auntie-ish ex, what? Like then my mum mm-hmm. died and then now Teresa's here. I don't know, Melanie didn't want me. And, yeah. and like before that, my mum had a lot of problems. I um, I, one of the things that Nell's character and 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 this actress was able to portray was something that I've I've not been able to figure out, because after your parent passes away, you're so confused that the person you were before didn't know this was going to happen. Yeah, and this you know this life that you were walking around and you didn't. You just didn't know. Mm. You feel almost betrayed by yourself. Yeah, yeah. And I haven't been able to so eloquently put it in the in the way that this scene did. Mm. And you know, poor little Nelly, what she was young, but mm. we are just all making sandcastles. And 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 Toadie was saying, look, I thought I was. She was little. I didn't. I thought I was doing the right thing, but I just didn't. It, it, yeah, it was very quick. God, they had four minutes to make decisions. Yeah. And look, I haven't – and obviously this is – this particular moment has affected me a lot this week from mm. losing my friend Cal and I haven't gone back to listen to the episodes she was on with us but I have to do that this week. And I – yeah, I didn't – it's been months – like it had been months since I had spoken to her because I had just assumed like you do with friends that, well, they – you get them in the next wave of communication like, oh, and then when she's back here then we'll go for a walk or, you know, we'll catch up. And you just don't think – like, but I'm so angry at the before me for not following up on communications earlier and now I'm stuck with after me Mm. who's sad. Mm. (laughs) And it's so powerful. 
Yeah. And it's it's harnessing all the stuff from the before times, the mm. previous incarnation of the show. It's paying off. Like mm. it's not just in another world and forgotten. And, oh, and then they get to go home and watch a wrestling movie and that was cute. Yeah. And then when it got barbecue shapes. Yeah. And then Tony wouldn't talk to his wife about putting on a school uniform. No, oh, that no. was before. <laughs> and Nellie involved Trace. Yes. Yeah. So you see, it's good when you have therapy, you can move forward with the other issues. They did ship Hugo off for a sleepover. It's like you know, we can't handle more than one kid at a time. Oh, my God. He's going to – oh, my God. If Tony is just realising Nell needs some Whoa. help, my God, is he – Hugo's going to have some questions. Oh, mate. my God. Hugo's going to have a few questions. You know what they say, y- your body remembers trauma. <laughs> there was a funny little line, speaking of Tony. So Carl unfortunately sends the wrong text message. <laughs> oh my God, I've done that so many times. Oh, so many times. So he sends Jane a message saying, Jane can't know I got offered a job mm. and sends Sue's a message that was Don't tell Jane, Jane, yeah. Because yeah. uh, Tarage wants him to work at the nursing home. Yeah. Anyway, so that happens. And then like, something along the lines of Sue's goes, well, you know how bad it is when you send someone the wrong message. And Tony goes, oh, do I, do I ever? And I was thinking back to when Sonia watched him have sex wow, with that's, that's <laughs> taking that to the extreme. I don't. Nellie doesn't even know that. Imagine if one day she finds it on the dark web. That moment. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Or what? if or if Hugo's mum tells him in like some kind of rage in the prison. I mean, she's gonna. Yeah. She's oh gonna. god. But I want Rhonda to be. If she can't be a main cast member, I would love for her to just be recurring and just treat everyone on that street, get all the issues out. Like neighbours could have like a little, you know, like that um in treatment show with Lisa Kudrow. Um, they could just be like every few weeks someone goes to the yes. psychologist. And just this little, yeah, well, like the big brother house where they have the diary room. She oh. could, Rhonda could just be the perpetual diary room. See, see, that would be good. Maybe that could fill in for having a high school. <laughs> oh, I've had it. Look, I the week before I had nothing. No, nothing inspired me at all. But this week we're back. Yeah. Uh, we were on some shaky ground, but we came back strong. And, yeah, I think we've covered off my featured extras, all of them, the whole gaggle from Anson's Corner. Mm-hmm. Oh, the the mum in the in the, in the the active wear that was, like, standing with her hands on her hips. I love that they were all s- single parents too. Like, they were all individuals. Yeah. No one had come with a spouse. Yeah, which is also – which is good for, like, representation. Yeah. But also, like, all of the kids are old enough to just be left at home. <laughs> so you're all changing – like, your 15-year-old, 16-year-olds, they're all – Changing schools now. Yeah. Oh, because they don't want the shit bags. I'm Which is lovely. Confused. They're yeah. very anti-bigot. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's promising. Um, I think there was something I was going to say about the Varga Murphys. Oh, my God. Let's round off by picking up where last time's cliffhanger left, which was JJ didn't get to have his Cornetto because oh. he bottled it, just, you know, hoofed it back to Ramsey Street from Brighton, from Summer Bay. Which, which has got to be quite a trip. Mm. But he made it in 15 minutes? I think. Yeah. Without a license. Because Sarge rang the mums and was like, oh, I lost your kid. Oh. And they were just about to go like apocalyptic. Yeah. What they had to do to get that kid. And, and then he's like lost it and then suddenly he walks at the door so it's okay. I thought it was weird but also I was thinking about it like I guess if you want someone to teach you how to drive a cop's a good thing. Yeah. They teach you the right rules. But he's bonded with – Potential whiz bang sperm donor dad in the car, and 
Dexter's freaking out. He's like, what are you doing? Going to get close to your dad and oh. like you're going to break up our family. I'm like, are you? It's not like a love child situation. I, it's just like, oh, that's where your sperm came from. Okay, cool. I think those women like – if they found out that this was the situation, I think they'd have some questions for JJ. Like, did you literally bring it? Like, why didn't you just yeah. tell us? Yeah, and then we could have worked it out. Yeah. Okay, so so fair enough he's worried that the mothers will argue because one lied to the other. But they still got JJ who they love. Oh, well, we got this lovely kid. Yeah. This, yeah, this Michael J. Fox. What does it matter where the sperm came from? It's just fluid. <laughs> like, and, you know. And it seemed to be that they wanted – the sperm that they wanted, the whiz bang, seemed to have a very similar set of criteria to what they got. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I don't know, but I mean, like, I can understand. I can understand. Look, it's very heady stuff to be dealing with, but also, I don't think that basically stranger neighbors should be taking kids out on no, driver lessons. No, stranger neighbors danger. Yeah, particularly like men in authority, like red flag, mm, red flag. Yeah, ACAB, yeah, a cab. The point is, that's all I want from. Sarge, you don't need to be doing parallel parking. Yeah, he could go to the high school and just do a chat. It's a little bit sexist too. Like, is he saying that he didn't get that from Sadie? Is he saying, oh, I need a boy because I didn't get to – like, surely he taught Sadie to drive as well. Yeah. Have we seen her drive? Not like, I don't know how she gets that little Abigail around. She must trek back to the winery every now and then. Yeah. Anyway, Cara, um, she was quite um, – dismissive of Andrew's offer to hover around her son, but she was very receptive to him putting out extra patrols to make sure that the Lindbergh babies gang doesn't cause trouble and they've bought security cameras, which long overdue on that street, I've got to say. Yeah, I know. Install a few more. Oh, get them all around. Get those drone cams back that they used to have around that place. Oh, yes, where you, re- where you reveal affairs. Yes. Now, did you see the last few minutes of what's going to happen next week? Possibly. So, Dr. Mum opens the mail. Oh, my God. Yes. Sorry. Yes. That was the cliffhanger. Yeah. I thought they put in anything. Yes. Oh, my God. It was amazing. And paper cut on the hand as she opens Which it. Which was bad enough. I thought, uh-oh, paper cut, cut, <laughs> roll <laughs> credits. They are annoying. Whoopsie doopsie. <laughs> um, and as my, again, as my three-year-old, is, did it get blood? He's fascinated. Like, he accidentally bit me earlier tonight. Oh, no. And um, on my, through my jumper on my, he got my breast, right? It was yep. really painful and I screamed. And then he goes, did it get blood? And I'm like, no, mate. You just literally bit the tit that fed you, okay? But don't worry about it. <laughs> um, straight away, paper cut blood. But no, she keeps opening the envelope. Mm-hmm. And white powder comes out. Well, it's kind of beige powder, but anyway. All right, cool. So we're tipping it's not cocaine. <laughs> that would be fun, twist. Yeah. Well, she's in the teaser. She says, it's an anthrax attack. And then she says, boys, get out of the house. Yeah, and then they get out. Which I wouldn't have known to do that. And Doctor uh, Sergeant Rodwell, he Doctor Sergeant, um, he says to um, Handy Mum, you know, like if the worst happens, the boys are going to need you. Oh God, what the hell? I think they think that she might not make it. Oh no, not. Oh, Could you not imagine now. if they brought this family in and killed that woman like immediately? I do not have the strength for that. No, no they won't. They probably. No, I, I, like, she's, she's got a, a two-year contract. The com- We've all got two-year contracts. With the confidence of has, I'm going to tell you that will not happen, okay? Oh, no. Don't worry. I have no experience. I will tell you that will not happen. It's going to be fine. I, what is not fine is Kara's doc- handy mum's freaking half ponytail. Pull the ponytail through. Challenge. 
two neighbors, pull her ponytail through, give her a decent haircut, give her a decent look. I'm going to say it every time until it's fixed. It's not okay. She maybe, maybe she doesn't want a full pony. She wants a full – will she make it a bun or a knot yeah. or a butterfly clip their back? Oh, Just yeah. Whatever she's got now, it's that can't be safe on a job site. Things will get caught in that little loop. I can't wait till April comes back and she gets to like <gasps> vibe with these girls. And she'll – maybe she can sort out yeah. handy mum's hair. Oh, she might do a makeover Give like Rachel Silverstone. Yeah. Mm. What a time. Do you have any gratitude, CJ, for the, from our self-care? Uh, it, I mean, it's it's the same as yours. Little Nellie's trip to the psychologist. Beautiful. I, I, it was very healing. I don't know if that's going to get the kids watching at 4pm, but it, gosh, it'll get the over 40s in. Don't you worry. Yeah. We are there. <laughs> we are there. Well, take care of yourself and we'll find you on Instagram. Yeah. I'm on Instagram and TikTok, CJ, the hot mess mum. And Neighbours Pod. And, and Neighbours Pod on Instagram and, and, and follow us and, and do all that stuff. Share that you've listened to this episode, do a screenshot, tell oh, us yeah, which we, bit you liked. I love that so it's much. so good. Yeah. And Neighbours Council on Facebook. Yeah. And we'll chat to you next time. Bye. Bye. I really cannot muster to give a two shits about the school or the retirement home. Like... Who fucking cares?